Hello, and welcome to Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, your source for the straight poop on all things supernatural. We are your hosts. My name is Chris Anderson, but if you went to high school with me, you can call me Shibby. And I'm Ethan Sareski, and I know whether or not Shibble is circumcised, but I'm not telling. And we're very excited because this week we have special guest. You might know him from Dr. Game Show. It's Manolo Moreno. All right. Hey. Yeah, Manolo. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on here. It's great to see you. Manolo and I, uh, I used to live in New York. Manolo and I used to be in a, a rap crew together called the Happy Rappies. Uh, I don't know do you, what kind of bond of brotherhood is better than that. Yeah, how do you feel about it looking back? You know what? I, I mean, that's your bread and butter, no? I, I feel like that was a really successful art project. I feel like that was one of my most successful projects. Like, I think our audience really had a good time. It shows. It was good that scene, uh, uh, and, and even though it wasn't "quote unquote" folk, it really fell into that anti-folk scene, like, like, like nothing. It was great. I could I fucking listen to Manolo forever. <laughs> it's true. He has a beautiful voice. <laughs> he has a beautiful voice, and what he says is just so interesting to me. <laughs> Thanks. I'm being dead serious. Uh-huh. I actually, I actually saw the Happy Rappies in concert once in the city. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah, which one? Yeah, I came out to support you guys. were excellent. I, I did enjoy it. Thank you so, so much. So I've met you before. Yeah. So, we, yeah, we have met. Oh, I'm sorry. Nice to re-meet you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, Manola. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good time. It's been, what, 10 years, maybe? Yeah, probably. Because, wow. yeah, we had, uh, in Riesling, uh, we called out 2010, and we were probably, I left New York in 2012, yeah, so. Over 10 years. Yeah, something like that. Uh, you guys want to reminisce about anything else? No, I want to talk about some monsters, baby. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's get back to the show. What's what? Hit me with the premise, Ethan. <laughs> yes. Well, as always on Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, one of us, that's uh, me this episode, has come into it blind. I know nothing about what the subject, the squonk, is, except that it's from Pennsylvania, where Manolo is also from, I, I hear. Yeah, I'm from uh, Williamsport, Pennsylvania. I've never heard of the squonk, so <laughs> it would be nice. <laughs> and um, the other one, uh, Shibble, has done extensive research on the ghoul and will be presenting to us this week on what the squonk is. Uh, well, first of all, I want to hear for both of you guys. What do you imagine the squonk to be? When I tell you that it's from Pennsylvania and it's called the squonk, what do you got? Let's start with you, Ethan. <laughs> Well, I, I I have two guesses. Mm-hmm. I think the the squonk could be a cryptid or an Amish demon. Okay, and by you're just going cryptid, and that's as specific as you're going to get. Oh no, I'm going to tell you. Okay, the squonk cryptid in my mind is a combination of a squid and a donkey. Okay. So shorthand, it's a squonk because squonk is obviously better than squonky. Yeah, squonky uh, sounds squonky. like an adjective. Yeah, or like a, it's like an asshole word. I don't like it. That's what they call him on the basketball court. <laughs> they call him the squonky? Squonky. <laughs> Over here. It's an entirely donkey body, except the four legs are like those slimy octopus tentacles. So it's just octopus and the legs, donkey everywhere else. Okay. Good guess. And the other one was Amish demon? 
Yeah, the other one is Amish demon, and this is what I came up with, that the squonk was once just an Amish man at the dawn of electricity who wished he could have, like, light and heat and stuff, and the community was annoyed and made the no electricity rule because it was the devil, and the man went insane, like, wanting a working light bulb, so he murdered his entire Amish family Mm -hmm. and became an evil spirit Mm -hmm. who became a demon, Mm -hmm. because that's the progression, so... The squonk is an Amish electricity demon, and using electricity calls him because he wanted it, and he's very jealous, and he punishes the offender. And he'll come and get you if you use electricity and take away uh, take away your soul after taking pictures of you, so you're, like, double fucked. Okay. Those are both really inaccurate guesses. Do you have any <laughs> ideas, Manolo? Well, firstly, I like the Amish idea. I can't imagine an Amish person coining the name Squonk. So, um, I feel like it. Squonk was a bunch of. Uh, uh, I'm kind of from the sticks, so I could say a bunch of uh, hillbilly idiots trying to franchise something after seeing like a '80s cartoon. I imagine him be some kind of like round snarf. Okay. Is that from is that from He Man or Thundercats? Is Thundercats? Thundercats. Yeah. Are you thinking of Snorks or Snarf? Snarf. Okay. Yeah, Thundercats. Yeah. And then like kind of like a round, dumb-looking thing uh, from like a failed video game, and then like <laughs> tiny bat wings on it. Okay. Uh, of course. I feel like Squonk is like trying to like turn it into like a franchise. Yeah, it's very marketable. <laughs> Yeah, right? Like you would buy a t-shirt with Ask Me About My Squonk. Yeah, it's for kids. Yeah. Well, uh, as is our our recent habit, uh, I'd like to tell you guys a little bit about what I've learned about the squonk in the form of a narrative fiction. Uh, So if you could settle down, it's story time. Wait, you wrote this? Yeah, I wrote this. Okay. Yeah, each week we have to write a story now. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's, it's become just, quite the chore. It's a bit of homework, but I think it pays off in a solid four to six minutes of content. Shall I set you up? Please. It's story time. It's story time. It's story time with Uncle Monster. Story time. It's story time. It's story time with Uncle Monster. Story time. <laughs> the summer between junior and senior year. The last time in your life that you're truly free. That's what your dad said when he asked if you could go on a camping trip with your two best friends, the twins, Alice and Alan. So there you find yourself, free like OJ, sitting around a campfire, Alan strumming his acoustic, while Alice passes you a canteen filled with a mixture of rumple mitts and hot damn cinnamon schnapps. It's a cocktail Alice invented called toothpaste. You don't buy toothpaste, you rent it, she jokes, uh, as she excuses herself. Uh, You excuse yourself as well, hoping to catch a glimpse of her peeing. You are never attracted to Alice. She looks too much like Alan. But for some reason, all of a sudden, you need to see this. It was not meant to be, however. As you trot past a hemlock tree native to the woods of northern Pennsylvania, you hear a faint noise in the distance. (laughs) <laughs> blah, 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 blah. 
faint noise. Yeah, it's in the distance. Alice pokes her head up from behind a bush. Did you hear that? You both rush back to the campfire. Alan stops plucking away at an off-tempo rendition of the guitar solo from Sublime's hit single, What I Got, long enough to ask, What's the matter, sis? Was Gilbert trying to watch you pee? Before you can defend yourself from this not-false accusation, Alice snaps, Shut up! Do you hear that? You do hear that. <laughs> the distant sound of weeping is coming from the forest. Somebody could be hurt, or at the very least, really sad. You grab your flashlights and trot off in search of this mysterious crying. The full moon helps you navigate towards this very distinct sound. In there, Ella says, pointing her flashlight at a hollow in a dead hemlock tree. You all look, look at each other, and with a simultaneous big gulp, you approach the tree. You poke your head inside, and there you see, hands down, the ugliest fucking thing you've ever seen in your life. It's about the size of a large raccoon, but completely hairless. Its skin is baggy and loose, like a Sharpay, but covered in gnarled warts. It has the head of a hog with uneven tusks and yellow, roomy eyes from which tears are flowing. It is crying very loudly. Alice, upon seeing this hideous creature, throws up. The scent of toothpaste cocktail and bile gets to Alan. He also throws up. You follow suit. The pitiable creature seems hurt by your visible disgust, but not necessarily surprised. It cries more. It cries harder. A truly pathetic, full-body cry. The hollow of the tree begins to fill with tears. Its horrible body begins to dissolve in this pool of tears. Consumed by its own sadness at its own hideous appearance and rejection of the three radical teens it just met, there is nothing left of this pathetic beast than tears. <laughs> Dude, as you were describing him, I do realize I have heard and seen this creature in Pennsylvania. I think he was the kid that everyone made fun of in my grade school. There's, I hope that there's not a real kid that you're comparing to a squonk right now. What was the squonk's no. real name? Let's find him on Facebook. <laughs> uh, Peter, That's I don't want to say his last name because people turned it into a, a bad <laughs> word, but uh, yeah, he smelled like toothpaste and bile. His last name was Magina. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so that's the squonk Not the scariest monster we've encountered on Uncle Monster But definitely the saddest uh, It is a, a pig-like animal oh. Warty with bald skin and gnarled tusks Pale yellow eyes That's native to the hemlock forests of northern Pennsylvania Manolo, did you ever get up north? Where, where was mm. your town? It's like northeast central So it's like Central, but the northeast part of it. Okay. So, I'm, I'm hardly up there. Like, were there like lumberjacks yeah. in your town? 
Um, it used to be a lumber capital of the world, but stopped when people invented metal or something <laughs> like that. That's fair, yeah. yeah. The wood market is dead <laughs> these days. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, never heard of it. All right. Never seen I have it. A, I have a question, Chips. I have a bit of a problem because I thought it was an Amish demon. Mm-hmm. So I worked up a lot of Amish facts for you. It's okay. I think those are still going to be tertiarily relevant. They'll tell you more oh, about good. the culture. Do you want it? Do you want to drop one on me? Uh, I can give you a trifecta because that's how I write them in threes. Amish facts. Hit me. The dentures things. It's not uncommon for Amish people to visit local Amish dentists to have some or even all of their teeth removed. Extraction is often viewed viewed as a more affordable and convenient solution to dental issues than trying to fix one problematic tooth. Takes all types. They love slow pitch softball, horseshoes, and volleyball. Just like any other American. And they have creepy dolls. Amish children who have restricted access to toys uh, still have dolls for young girls. The dolls are dressed in Amish clothing and all have a bare face with no features. The Amish believe that only God can make people, so even to make a reproduction is regarded as highly inappropriate. Fair. I'll call that one fair. (laughs) Do you really? Yeah. I mean, it's true. Only God can make people. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, the squonk, uh, its eyes are constantly running, uh, and it's said uh, that this is because it's constantly weeping, because it knows that it is the ugliest creature on God's green earth. Interesting, because I had to um, uh, put in eye drops because <laughs> my eyes had allergies <laughs> today. So you can relate to that sensation. It, yeah, it wasn't allergies. It was. You were actually weeping because you felt you were the ugliest creature on God's green earth. No, I just. How'd you? The squonk could have no, been allergic. Maybe. Yeah. Is he? Is he crying for? Is he really crying for that reason? Because because he knows he's the ugly. Is that part of the that lore? That is part of the lore. That it knows it is the ugliest creature on God's green earth. It's the vainest. That shows like a high amount of intelligence, though, to be that self-aware. Think about it. Or maybe I'm gonna say this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because as I mentioned in the story. Uh, the squonk does have the ability to dissolve into a pool of its own tears. Uh, As an escape route? Uh, I think it's like a self-destruct <laughs> button, because I don't think it can like reform itself out of tears. I think once it's so, it's not playing dead. It's just mm. it's just it's dying. committing suicide. It just closed uh, the Instagram app. And <laughs> yeah, just straight up. Manolo, will you come? I need I you every like... week. <laughs> no. Close the Instagram. So it's uh yeah. So I'm gonna say that to me sounds magical in nature. So I'm gonna say (laughs) that it's perhaps the only form of self awareness that it has. The only thing that it knows about (laughs) itself is that it is the ugliest thing on earth. Oof! How sad that it. That's all it knows. That's like oh, I'm not gonna give that example. That would be horrible. Sorry. Let's not compare that to any person. Yeah, we have guests. It's weird that it came out of Pennsylvania of all places. That that's the apparently Pennsylvania would come up with that lore. Does that sound like Pennsylvania culture to you? Is Pennsylvania especially sad? 
Or hideous? No, especially not about... They are hideous, but it's not... <laughs> no, uh, it's not. I feel like they're... I feel like they have that... They have that pencil-tucky kind of vibe where, like, they have pride in, like, being... I don't know... Uh, s- Southern, even though they're not. Oh, okay. <laughs> At least my area... Got it. So you were like in Confederate one of those flags. places that's north of the Mason-Dixon where you could still expect to run into a Confederate flag. Oh, of course, yeah. In Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, yep. Uh, so the squonk was first reported in uh, the 1900s by loggers during the logging boom uh, that happened in northern Pennsylvania around then. Uh, there you go. Loggers would hear uh, uh, the wailing call of the squonk which sounds exactly like a person that is crying incredibly hard because it's crying. You know, so they thought it was just like a creature that was like had a call that sounded like crying, but it turns out it was actually crying. Do you know what I think this is? I think this is the Lorax, but then to save face, they're like, no, no, it's because it's ugly, not because we're killing all the trees. <laughs> yeah, it's crying, not because of... It's just a Lorax. It's a yeah. Lorax in Pennsylvania. That's a, I like that thought. Yeah. Yeah, it's not in the lumber boom. It's not sad about industrialized uh, deforestation. It's sad about its horrible appearance. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of like it, it's like Loraxy, but if it had sex with La Llorona. Mm. There you go. Mm. The, the offspring. What's La Llorona? Uh, the famous uh, Mexican crying ghost. Oh, interesting. I think the name. I yeah. just know because there was a movie called The Curse of La Llorona, and I watched it. How was it? I heard not. Was it good? It was. It was awful. Mm. Uh, was that? Recent? It was part of the Conjuring universe, so I was uh, expecting more. I I just don't know how you got into those Conjurings. You might be wondering if this is just an ugly crying pig. Why hasn't it been seen? Why hasn't it been captured? Uh, and that is uh, one time it was. One time someone caught the squunk. Uh, according to William T. Cox's 1910 book, Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods with a Few Desert and Mountain Beasts, uh, it was captured by famed cryptozoologist and hunter J.T. Wentling. He uh, lured one into a bag, uh, but by the time he returned to civilization, uh, the bag was filled with tears. Uh, oh. That's because uh, it, it will become so distraught that it will dissolve into a pool of tears. And that's also uh, how it got its scientific name, which is Lacrima Corpus Dissolvens, which is Latin for the crying body dissolves. Again, it's not crying because it got captured and taken away from its family. It's crying because it's like, as soon as he entered the sack, he's like, wait a second, I think I'm really ugly. <laughs> I mean, the lighting in the sack was probably not flattering. Yeah. <laughs> is that always on its mind? I think it's literally the only thing it can be aware of. That's my theory. Ugh. What a tortured beast. It's true. Now, hunters will tell you, and uh, uh, following J.T. Wendling's advice... Uh, Wait, people hunt it? Yeah, cryptozoologist hunters. You know, cryptid hunters. It's sad. Why would you hunt a... S- it's, it's all it does oh, at crime. Well, no maybe they want to put it out of its misery. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, That's great. Yeah, or maybe they're just bad people. I don't know. But this is what these bad people are saying. They're saying that the best time to track down a squonk is on the night of a full moon. That's because it will spend the full night hunkered down in its den, 
weeping, afraid that if it leaves, it will see its own reflection in a moonlit pool of water. <laughs> which will just make it feel even worse. Man. It's gonna rather die from dehydration. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that guy loses its... Why does it die at the end of every story that you tell? Uh, uh, well, that I don't know. That's just what my research leads to. That it, I mean, it cries... What, it dies when it's crying, and it's crying all the time. So it seems like a very fragile beast. Even during mating season? Well, the one source that I saw that uh, had a theory on how the squonk would reproduce said that it did not reproduce sexually. Uh, it was suggesting mitosis, but I don't think that would work. Oh, like you've never had sex with a girl and then cried? No, but I've, I've not had sex where I was crying when I started <laughs> crying the whole time, continued crying afterwards for the rest of my life. And then melted into tears. Yeah. Mm. Never done that. No, I haven't done that. <laughs> okay. You want some Amish facts, or are you bored of them? No, give me, give me, give me, uh, give me your best. Give me your top. Give me the tip top. Amish facts. While the Amish community has grown past its original 200 members, and there are more partners to pick from, inbreeding still remains a huge problem. Mm. The Amish are against seeking medical assistance and finding out who their closest kin are, so the issue never gets solved. That's too bad. Number two. Canada is the only country besides the U.S. to have any Amish people at all. Mm. Yeah, because I imagine they don't travel that much. I would have thought they would have some German or Dutch because of their language picks. But I don't know how they'd get back there. Can they do a... Can they get acquire a passport? Uh, I I believe so. I, yeah, because uh, they they were they acquire other legal documents. Hmm. But who can say? It's by mail. Who, I, and I know that they make exemptions for certain situations. You know, like they'll have those plastic reflectors on the back of their buggies, so it's clear <laughs> that they'll buy some plastic. You know, so uh. you know that. I think it's not like a hard line, yes and no. And they go on Rumspringa. That's fun. I bet it is. I bet going on Rumspringa would be amazing. It'd be like if we could suddenly travel 150 years into the future, and then we get to go back to our regular lives. Do you remember that uh, trend when... um, It was like that... It was like the Mumford and Sons... Is that Mumford? Like the the music trend where, like, bluegrass? Yeah, where it was like... All singing at the same time and stomping on the ground. Yeah. Is it Mumford? Yeah, that it's, sounds like Mumford and Sons. I never listened to them, but that's what I imagined them to yeah. sound like when I heard of them. So everyone, that was a time when everyone was like dressing kind of like they were from the past. and Yeah, like sitting on denim shirts and, and like green slacks. Maybe <laughs> like suspenders. those weird wide brim hats. Yeah, yeah. the wide brim hats, definitely. Yeah. So no the shoes. one time I, w- <laughs> yeah, the one time I did uh, go to s- certain parts of Pennsylvania was for like a wedding, and I was driving, and there was like a kid dressed like that, and I was just I was like kind of angry. I was like, God, these fucking hipsters! And then I rode by him and realized that he was an Amish person. I forgot. <laughs> I mean, 
What I gotta say, it's not the worst look. You know. It's, I, I, mean, I don't I like that beard without mustache. I think the beard without the mustache is a weird vibe. You know, mustaches aren't allowed. But beards are. Beards are, you have to. You can't even, after you're married, you can't shave your beard because it's like your wedding ring. They don't wear wedding mm. rings. But you can't have a mustache. That Why is, is that? frowned upon. You'll get shunned. That's, to me, I, that seems a bit much. And also, it's, I don't think it's a good look. I don't like how much I know about the Amish now, and it has nothing to do with this. Like, it's very disappointing. Why, why the no mustache? I, I don't know. It's, it's, um, you can be shunned for having one. Maybe it's like a cleanliness thing? Or like... Are oh, yeah, they're super concerned with cleanliness. That's what they're known for. Or maybe it's like, uh, you know, are you hiding your identity? Who is that behind that mustache? Yeah. <laughs> it's his evil twin. Yeah. I think it's vanity. Yeah, or yeah, maybe vanity. it's a, a preening thing. Look how good I look, you know? I can grow all this hair on my lip. It's These Pennsylvanians. And if y'all at home could see Manolo, you'd see how good a mustache looks. This guy is He has an excellent mustache. When I grew it, uh, whenever I would see my parents, they would make fun of me because they were like, oh, you look like a villain. Like, bad guys <laughs> always had mustaches so maybe it was that uh, oh that that's true yeah that's a good point but bad guys are also always handsome like you're pulling it off cartoon bad guys yeah yeah so i'm almost out of squonk facts there is very little information about the squonk out there but i wonder why so interesting <laughs> can i tell you a little bit about the squonk in pop culture do you hear this fucking dog by the way yeah mm-hmm. hey anthrax I, I tell him every. He doesn't. I apologize, Manolo. It's very it's unprofessional right. of us. It's okay. What kind Thank of you. dog is he? He's a black lab. Yeah, classic. His name is Hendrix. Please continue, Shippy. <laughs> so I have two uh, instances of Squonk appearing in pop culture, both from classic musical acts of the seventies and eighties. Uh, they were mentioned in Steely Dan's song "Any Major Dude Will Tell You." No, they weren't. They weren't. Check out. <laughs> what are the lyrics? Ah, oh, I should have wrote them down. But you didn't get the lyrics? Hang on. Uh, I'll just pull any major dude will tell you. Song by Steely Dan. Tears of the Squonk. Well, uh, <laughs> It's so ugly. Yeah, it would be a kind of ballad kind of thing. Let's see. The first two starts off with, Have you ever seen a Squonk's Tears? Well, look at mine. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's really deep. That, <laughs> it's a deep <laughs> cut. It's a deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to know that? Just us three and a few Pennsylvanians. <laughs> and our tens of listeners. Uh, yeah. There's a song by Genesis that's called Squonk, and it retells J.T. Wentling's capture of the squonk. <laughs> it's like Bob Dylan's Hurricane, but about a squonk. What about J.T. Wentling and his amazing battle with the squonk? <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> you would assume it would be more popular if two famous bands put it in their songs. Those are major major bands, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wasn't bu- busting out, like, Deep Banana Blackout. No, I yeah. mean, you'd think it'd be part of the lexicon, at least, squonk. Yeah. Well, look at you over there, you damn squonk. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Pass me the ball, Squonky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Well, I think this thing sounds pretty crazy, but can it fuck? That sounds crazy, but can it fuck? Can it fuck? I don't know, Shibs. Uh, um, what do you do? You have anything about other than the reproduction thingy? Yeah, the the reproduction thing does seem to uh, that I read implies that it reproduces asexually. So it certainly doesn't need to fuck. Well, is asexual? I mean, technically, it's fucking itself. No. Uh, unless not necessarily. Like it. Not like a plant's not. I guess. Yeah, or like you oh, know, yeah, how if you cut a worm in half and you get two worms, like that sort of. That's sp- how squonks reproduce. Yeah, that's the vibe <laughs> that I get from them. I just looked up what a squonk looked like, and they're very interesting. Yeah, I think it just. I'm, I've tried to draw all our monsters. I think this is going to be a fun one to draw. Because I have to draw the ugliest monster in the world, crying. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, um, knowing that it would come up whether or not it can do the nasty, I looked up uh, squonk porn, mm-hmm. got nothing. Good. Squonk erotica, got nothing. Good. And then I went to Pornhub, because uh, I was going there anyway, and I put in squonk, and it automatically corrects to squeak, which is... Like not even a more erotic term, you know? Yeah. It's just odd. So And then I found squonk I'm giving you evidence here. Squonk in the Urban Dictionary. I thought I could you know, it's the Urban Dictionary. I thought it would have some sexual it sounds sexual. Yeah. I squonked her. Mm-hmm. It's the act of squeezing e liquid from the reservoir of a bottom fed e sig up into the atomizer. Forgetting to squonk can lead to dry hits and a burnt wick. Mm. Alright. <clears throat> I did see a couple of hits on like vaping websites when I was trying to research the squonk and I was like I'm not I know that's not the same thing I don't want to I'm not even going to bother also I looked at the Pennsylvania fertility rates as a predictor for the squonk's reproductivity Uh Uh, by the way Connecticut has the lowest rate right now uh, at 42 Pennsylvania is at 52 and the highest is North Dakota at 69 (laughs) nice I didn't even realize that. Can you imagine I wrote that and didn't even like laugh in my own head? Um, so I found that they're reasonably horny in Pennsylvania, but not overly so. We're gentlemen. This thing does not fuck. I'm going to go on the record. This is one of our few canonically non-fucking monsters. I feel like it would only out of pity. <laughs> is there another squonk or is there only one squonk? No, no I think it's a species. What I read was Do they find I, each other attractive or are they repulsed? I think because they reproduce asexually, I don't think they do find... Maybe they're territorial. Maybe if one wanders into another uh, one, they'll bully each other until the one that gets the saddest dissolves into a pool of tears. So it's like yeah. anaconda with tears. Yeah, only yeah. instead of swallowing each other, they'll just cry. Cry to death. Yeah. I feel bad for the squonk. I'm having trouble. Yeah, it is a really just a sad little fucker. We all like... have a little squonk in us on those rough days. You know, I kind of, I, I, I feel for it. What if they reproduce by mixing their uh, sperm with their tears? That's interesting. I like that. Because then the sadness gets into the baby. It's in their genes. Yeah. Yeah. And they are magical. Maybe it's just a <laughs> ritual that they have to perform where they have to, like, jerk off while crying. Now mix it. Mm-hmm. Now there's a little you, yeah. and maybe you won't Sounds feel as like bad because maybe now that one's even uglier, 
And you can say to yourself, <laughs> at least it's not me. At least I'm not the ugliest one anymore. That is a good reason to reproduce. That's why I did. Yeah, and it looks yeah. it's already paying dividends. <laughs> it's a horrible thing to say about my daughter. <laughs> How dare you? Thanks for listening, Layla. We're sorry. Also, you shouldn't be listening to this. Your dad cusses too much. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I'm the one. You're the you're the can, of fuck, can it fuck guy. Hey, that's the segment. The Uncle Monster wrote that. You can't put that on me. It's <laughs> a good point. Uh, Manolo, can I can I can I I know that you come from your podcast, um, Doctor Game Show, and you play games on there that listeners send in. Is that correct? Uh, yes, that's correct. I thought we could play a little mini game on Uncle Monster just to make you feel at home called Which is Not a Filipino Cryptid. Oh, interesting. Is this racist that you're asking him then? I'm going to put that out there. He's Filipino. <laughs> he's a he's a Filipino-American? I read uh, his website and it said, oh, maybe it said Filipino-American. Yeah. But he does have roots in the Philippines to some extent, I would imagine. Being I described do, as Filipino American, oh, no. I do. Well, I only mentioned I only mentioned that because uh, I don't know how trendy it is now, but it used at least the past three or so years it was trendy that uh, white executives would have to pat themselves on the back every time they like helped <laughs> minority. <laughs> so I made sure to include that just in case. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I, I, I took it. Themselves. I guess I, I took it to heart. Uh, but I I am Filipino American, um, but uh, I do know some. Is is crypt, are cryptids the same as like what like lore or myth? Cryptids are like Bigfoot and like and like the squonk, like animals from a different species that like are supposedly undiscovered. Okay, and then there's like ghosts and demons are separate. Okay, so maybe I think I know some ghosts and demons. Do you want to try playing? Try playing, which is not a Filipino cryptid, or is that offensive? <laughs> it's, uh, it's not offensive to me. Okay, Shibble, you can play too. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah I'll, no, I'll have a guess. Okay, the Aswang, the Jabbertong, or the Capre, which is not a Filipino cryptid. Can you repeat it? Aswang, Jabbertong, or Capre. I think Capre is not. Also, I think S Wang is pronounced Aswang. Yeah. Okay, Aswang. Chibble, do you have a guess or no? Yeah, I'm going to say I know Aswang is real because I remember there's a movie called Aswang that we had at the video store. Yeah. And I think it was like some kind of vampire, maybe. Because I got it confused with the Pen and Gollum. Uh huh. So I'm going to. I think Capre. Yeah, I'm going with Capre. No, it would be the Jabbertong, oh. which is just a friend of mine, Jack Burton. The Capre is absolutely a Filipino cryptid. It's that. It, the, I can tell you the Aswang. <laughs> I didn't write down all of them. <laughs> What's the Jabbertong? <laughs> oh, that's just my friend Jack Burton. I just made that into a word. Wait, I just added you, a G. Uh, isn't that, isn't that the main character Filipino. from Little Big Trouble in Little China? What? No. Kurt Russell's character in Big Trouble in Little China was named Jack Burton. Okay, well, it's, it's, a different it's guy. not the same guy. Okay. You want another round, or is this boring? No, oh, I'm interested. I'm loving it. Okay. Uh, Manolo? Mamba Bareng, Manta Bungal, 
or Momorang? Momorang? Correct. That is not a Filipino cryptid. I was going to say wow. Momorang, too. I was going to say that one, too. I'm how, just, how would you know that? I would go by what sounds the least Filipino. Oh. That's a good trick. I, that's, that's a trick that uh, I don't have access to. Amomongo, Santelmo, or Santalong? What's the first one? Amomongo. I think it's that. Incorrect. Fuck. It is the Santalpong. Mm. Santalpong. And do you know the Santelmo is actually named after St. Elmo's fire? That was my guess. That's why I thought that one was real. It's from the Tagalog Apoini San Elmo. Oh, yeah, San Elmo. San Elmo. So that's the creature, the Santelmo. Maybe we'll cover that. It's kind of cool. Yeah. That one's well, thank you for playing my insensitive game, Manola. <laughs> <laughs> Shibble, like do you how- want to play an Irish game? <laughs> <laughs> if you have a Jew game, I'm ready for it. Uh, well, okay. I've got... Is it Der Golem? I was about to say Golem. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I, I struggle for a second one. I'm out. Uh, so, listen. I think we've come to the part of the show everybody loves. That's right. It's fight night! Fight! Fight night! Fight night. Manolo, do you do you know um, what we do during fight night, or is this brand new? It's brand new. I've well, listened we, to some episodes, but... We take a cryptid, and it's going to be the squonk, and we go through some matchups and decide who could physically... I don't know how we're going to do it this week, because the squonk is not a threatening <laughs> creature. No. But, like, for instance, number one, the squonk... Versus how many prime Shaquille O'Neal's would it take to take down the squonk? And I think we should mm. reverse it. How many squonks would it take to take down a prime Shaquille O'Neal? Yeah. I get it. Are you asking well, me now? <laughs> yeah, you guys go ahead. Well, <laughs> I, I, I got my theory that I can start with, unless you want to kick go ahead. this one off, Manolo. Oh, uh, you could do it. All right. I think what we're going to have to do here is we're really going to have to just bury Shaq in Squonk. Yeah. And what will happen... Shit, no, he can swim. Now, there's literally <laughs> no number I can think of. Uh, yeah, unless they would have to be enough to create such a massive volume of tears that, that he could not reach the surface before he drowned. Which I'm going to say is going to number in, okay, let's say each squonk is about a cubic, two cubic feet in size. So I'm going to say, yeah, well, all right, if they were indoors, it would be a much smaller number. It would just have to be enough to fill up the entire room. So we'd have to literally be (laughs) trapped in a box that was filled with squonks. Uh, So, yeah, I'm going to say the number is going to be somewhere in the trillions. Manola, do you have, do you have a, a theory or no? Uh, yeah, I was thinking it would be in a room or a vet or uh, something. Fair enough. Uh, but uh, I would say probably a trillion and one. 
<laughs> Same reasoning? Yeah. <laughs> Unless, f- for some reason, you force-fed him it. Ah! Then, yeah, it would probably be, like... That's cool. Three. Yeah, what if one tried to, like, force its way down his airway... <laughs> And stick it there. and Oh, no, because it would still start crying and dissolve. Yeah, but then it would flow to his lungs, and Shaq would die. Mm. They would both die, so that one would be a draw. I guess also in my trillions it would be a draw, because they all died turning into tears. So, <laughs> so probably safer for one just to kamikaze him. Yeah. yeah. That- all right, number two. Uh, this would be the squonk mm-hmm. versus the orphan child of a couple that he killed who has been training for revenge his entire life. Okay, so so I'm a man on a mission. <laughs> yes. Going after the squonk. The squonk killed the first two because it was so ugly, they barfed to death. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say this man on a mission is going to be doing just fine. I'm going <laughs> to say the squonk is probably already dead. All right, let's get let's let me make it easier. A squonk versus a reasonably skilled three-man local pest control business. Okay, let's say, let's say a squonk infestation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to say they're going to have a tough time because they're not going to be prepared uh, because they probably haven't encountered something like this. And it, I think your average pest control service doesn't think to like shame your pests. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's what you'd have to do to get rid of them. You'd have to make them really feel bad about themselves. Just mirrors everywhere, I think, would work. But I don't think that would occur to them. I think they'd be like, oh, let's try, you know, leaving some bait out. Let's try living out a uh, have-a-heart trap. And, you know, if you, have a, if you showed it that you had a heart for it, that would be like the best day of its life. That would only make the squawks more powerful. That's what I was wondering. Would it turn into something else if you showed it, like, some love and tenderness? I think that's a very solid theory. It would become less spongy. Yeah. (laughs) At least that. Yeah, at least it would become less spongy. Yeah, it would probably become less... It's probably all wrinkled because it's dehydrated from crying. It would probably reinflate, and then it would start to look better. Its warts would clear up. All of a sudden, (laughs) you've got a possum on your hand. (laughs) I thought you were going to say a prince. (laughs) Prince Possum, you'd want to fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I was wondering. Like, what you would do with thirty to is it thirty to forty feral squawks? Mm, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Would you 30, still use yeah, that would. an AK forty-seven? Yeah. Yeah. Without your AK forty-seven, you'd have to rely on just uh, insults. <laughs> Yo, mama jokes. <laughs> <laughs> How does the squonk talk, Shivel? Uh, okay, so it's crying a lot. So, uh... Oh, hey, guys! <laughs> yeah, it's me again! What are you going to be doing today, squonk? I'm going to be crying for... A, I'm going to say at least nine hours! <laughs> <laughs> why do you live in Pennsylvania, squonk? That's why, why, do you, why does anyone live anywhere? <laughs> You want to come to my birthday party? Yeah, I'm gonna be, you're inviting me? Yeah, why not? Oh my god. I'm, I've been a 
beautiful possum this entire time? <laughs> when he gets there, we're going to dump pig's blood on him. Oh. Yeah. Oh. All right, ready? The squonk versus an eight-year-old with ODD and aggression issues. And the thing is, it's what they always say. Kids can be so cruel. Oh, they're the worst. Yeah, that's right. This kid is going to say some nasty stuff to this poor beast. Uh, You know, tell it that it stinks. I don't know how uh, what eight-year-olds are like. I haven't spent much time around children. How? how... I don't think they're quite at that mean age yet. I mean, some of them are, but I don't don't think they're mean-spirited the way a thirteen-year-old is. That's fair. How like? How smart are they? Eight-year-olds or squonks? Eight-year-olds. <laughs> Eight-year-olds, they do their times tables. Okay. And they have a general idea of geography. So Also, you have to put it factor in if they're an old soul or not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't... I missed that in the equation. He's absolutely right. Yeah. I want to say... Like, if I was talking to an eight-year-old, would it be like I was talking to a stupid adult? Or what, like I was talking to, like, a smart baby? Smart baby. Okay. Smart baby. Smart baby. Then I'm going to say that it is uh, not going to be able to take down the squonk because it's not going to be able to say anything meaner than the squonk has already said to itself. Mm. And I think eventually the the uh, the child with ODD is going to realize that it's not getting the interaction with the squonk that want like it's not getting the negative attention. That it's, it's not bringing. getting the reinforcement of the yeah of the negative attention. So Correct. It gonna, will it will stop. Yeah. After an extinction burst. Yeah. (laughs) Last last one, one, and then I'll leave you alone. Uh, Manolo and Chibble. uh, The Squonk versus Usagi Tsukino. Who's that? Is that... uh, that, Are you serious? That's Sailor Moon. Oh, I was hoping you wouldn't know, so I could say you don't know who she is either. Oh. That is... I didn't know who she... uh, Manolo, I had no idea who she was, so I was just trying to figure Uh, out if he knew much about her. Apparently he does. It's embarrassing. No, Sailor Moon is not embarrassing. It's a cultural touchstone. No, embarrassing for me. I tried to get you, and you you got it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. Once again, I'm going to say this is going to be... Sailor Moon is known for being a friend. And I think this is where that's really going to play to that strength. She's always there for her friends. She's always there uh, to defend. She's the one on whom you can depend. She's the one called Sailor Moon. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to say Sailor Moon and the Squonk by the end of this, best friends. Oh, I thought you were going to say she'd use his friendship to learn his secrets so she could say even meaner things to him. No, Sailor Moon's not like that. Unless she's, of course, facing monsters from the Negaverse sent there by Queen Beryl. Queen Beryl? All right, all right. Yeah, Queen, Understood. Queen you, you know Sailor Moon. I, I do. Is Queen Beryl barrel-shaped? Uh, no, it's Beryl <laughs> like the like a gem, like B-E-R-Y-L, I think. All like the beryllium? Dudes, all the, uh, the cast from the Negaverse were named after different like semi-precious stones. Nice. nice. It sounds a lot like Friendship is Magic to me. No, it's a lot better. Damn. <laughs> whatever, whatever you say Jim. what's better than magic it's true. yeah science <laughs> friendship is science yeah friendship is facts <laughs> you know when i was when i was um 
looking up stuff for this, um, there were so many incest lawyers in Pennsylvania. It was really <sighs> disturbing. What, what what did you put in your search engine to get that? <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't get that when I was researching this. I didn't put squonk, I'll tell you that. But I, it was a mix of Amish stuff, squonk stuff, and sex stuff, and it brought that up. Got it, okay. Okay. Yeah, I guess, yeah, the incest lawyers, because you said that they had a problem with their genealogy. So that would Well, they refused to figure it out. That's the pro- There's no problem. They just don't get it. Well, I mean... To me, it sounds like a problem. But if they're fine, yeah, but with they it, don't listen to this, so we don't have to do a, like an apology in the intro. We could we could talk freely. Uh, now I'm not. I'm just gonna apologize now. If if you're on Rumspringa and you're listening to this, you have a beautiful culture, and we have nothing but respect for it. And if you choose to go back to it, I'm sure you'll have a fabulous life. Manolo, do you know? Um, martial arts because I saw excuse me well he was featured in karate magazine in 2016 oh that okay so wait what he was what uh, okay, why would so... I why would I say that for no reason I don't I thought uh... you were saying that because he was Asian I had no idea he was in a karate magazine yeah because Filipinos are known to... for their karate no well, you just asked him if he knew martial arts, and it's like, why are you asking him that? <laughs> this is awful. You no, want me to do okay. it in a Japanese accent? <laughs> no. Yes. Manoro, why do you not know martial arts? Um. Okay. So, I have I have a friend who publishes karate he got, magazine. He got a he got the domain. Karate magazine or something like that. dot com or something. That's an awesome. That's a get. That's a good and, one. And and then he put uh, he made like a kind of fake blog system. And then like there's a thing in the comedy world where it's like the top ten comedians you should know or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of annoying because uh, they're always the writer is always friends with these comedians, so it's oh. not even meritocracy it's just like oh let me write about these people i know yeah so so as a joke he wrote the top five comedians of 2019 that i personally know (laughs) is the title (laughs) i like the honesty yeah and so uh uh i don't know if that got any mileage but uh i like to put it on as a joke like whenever like legit shows and stuff put me uh uh, Thanks. Want, ask for my bio. <laughs> and so they go to karatemagazine.com. <laughs> I don't even know if it's still up. But yeah. It should be. <laughs> my question about the squonk, though, is or cryptas in general, are cryptas normally have some sense of threateningness to them? All of them do. And, and except for the squonk. I've never There's heard anything threatened. like this before. I mean, I'm it's sure there crazy. are other Why would you... uh, shy and retiring cryptids. You know, Why would you come up with this type of creature when it's like, oh yeah, have you seen... This? It's like, have you seen the crybaby before? It's, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but have you seen it in the woods? <laughs> Shibs... I know Manolo and I are terrified of the squonk, and or the more you tell us, the less the less chance we'll sleep tonight. But please illuminate us. Is it real? 
Well, based on my research, I'm going to say it falls more into the realm of a tall tale uh, than, yeah, than a cryptid. Like, you know, this belongs to sort of American folklore, I want to say. And I want to say that mostly because that book that I mentioned uh, by uh, uh, William T. Cox, uh, Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods with a Few Desert and Mountain Beasts, uh, seems to be <laughs> the main That sounds like the next Fantastic Beasts movie. It's, and actually, uh, I want to mention really quick that a friend of the podcast, Hal Johnson, uh, wrote a reimagined version of uh, Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods. Uh, it's a great YA book in uh, the tradition of like uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Uh, so, uh, or not, not YA, like uh, middle grade. Uh, but yeah, I recommend it. Uh, but this seems to be the, that original William T. Cox's Fearsome Creatures of the L- Northern Lumberwoods was just this guy telling tall tales. That is, and that is like the first recorded appearance of it and like every other recorded appearance of it is just referencing that Mm. Manolo makes a good point though like why make up a cryptid that just cries and is non-threatening completely I think that lends some credence to the legend I mean why make it up it could be real I mean Mm. I don't want to say that it can't be real I will grant you that there could be a magical, ugly cry beast that reproduces by jacking off into its own tears. <laughs> that could is that decided? That's settled. I, law? I think it only yeah. makes sense. That's the only way this thing makes sense. Yeah. Will T. Cox watched it <laughs> yeah. jerk off into its tears, <laughs> and he said, "Like That's, none of us have done that." That, that <laughs> one, I'm gonna keep for myself. I'm gonna leave that out of my book. And if anyone else mentions it, then I'll know they saw a squonk, too. <laughs> yeah. uh, Shibby. Yeah. Um, Shibby, do you feel like there's something more to this? Like something deep steady about it? Something conspiratorial about its hidden nature? Uh, Manolo, do you get that kind of vibe? Uh, maybe. Is this a leading question? Yes. Aren't they all, in this day and age, where... Only you can lead the way, QAnon, with your truth and light. And the future of America is in your hands because you're the patriots of tomorrow. And 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 someone might laugh at such a statement, but listen to this before you do. The squonk is from Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. which sounds very suspiciously like Transylvania. Yeah. And what lives there? No, not Eastern European transgendered people. You're focusing on the trans. Only one thing lives in Transylvania, and that's... Dracula. Dracula's. Dracula's suck the life force out of you in exactly the same fashion as Democrats do Christian babies. Yeah, for the adrenochrome. Said Marjorie Taylor Greene, who seriously, and this is real, was addicted to CrossFit, cheated on her husband numerous times at the gym, and is a huge douche. Douche has six letters. Okay. Green... The way the name her the, she spells her name has six letters. Okay. Squonk has six letters. Okay. That's three sixes. Six sixty six. Mark of the beast. Yep. Coincidence? I think not. Nope. Hence, JFK Jr. killed Biggie. Trump is not fat, and the squonk is absolutely real. I think that all checks out. And I think we're getting the red light from Uncle Monster. It means we've come to the end of our show. Thank you guys so much for listening, and thank you for Manolo for hanging out with us. It's good to see you, man. Yeah. 
It was fun. Thanks for having me. Manolo, this was awesome. Thank you so much, and it's really been a pleasure, honestly. Yeah, likewise. Uh, do you have anything that you want to plug or uh, places people should ch- check you out? When does this come out? Like four months from now. <laughs> Unless <laughs> I jump in ahead in the queue, which I might. Um, well, there's a... Well, my Instagram is Manolo something, and there's a podcast company called venus audio oh venus radio theater and they uh produced a uh uh uh, old pilot that i made and so you it's probably out by now and you could listen to it in installments that's awesome congratulations thanks thanks when you say manolo something are you not remembering your instagram handle or is that the handle that's the handle. It's uh, I figured that it would be easier to remember if I kept it vague. At Manolo, so- okay, I couldn't. Uh, at Manolo, Manolo, something. And what are we yeah. ships? Uh, we're Uncle Monsters Six. Thanks a lot, Uncle Monsters One through Five. You dickheads. <laughs> what a shitty name I picked. I'm really sorry. <laughs> it's cool. Nice. And. Uh, Tune in next week. Next week, uh, Ethan, you're going to be uh, choosing something, right? That's right, and I have no idea what it's going to be, although I am sad that it's going to be without Manolo. I'll tell you that right now. But it's still going to be great. Please do still I've... turn in. It's not. It's going to be just as good as this. <laughs> Thanks, new listeners, and until next time, don't, don't get, get spooked. spooked. <laughs> don't get spooked.